0: All right, folks, we got a lot of news to cover, including uh, some very interesting updates on some characters that we haven't heard much about in a little while. Uh But before we get to any of that, we absolutely must turn our attention to former President Donald J. Trump's various legal matters. Yeah, today's a big one, folks. So as you know, on top of all the other ways that this year's presidential election is just a perfect storm of shit, Trump, who is at this point clearly the nominee of choice for his party, is facing multiple serious criminal and civil cases in multiple legal jurisdictions. And these cases all obviously have a very limited amount of time to go to trial before the results of the 2024 election potentially make things way more complicated and unprecedented than they already are.
1: Yeah, and just to refresh your memory and ours, There's the criminal case in federal court over all those many, many boxes of classified documents that Trump stashed away in his bathroom at Mar-a-Lago, with a trial currently set for May. There's another federal criminal case regarding January 6th and attempts to overturn the 2020 election, which Trump's lawyers are trying to get the Supreme Court to stop from happening. There's a criminal case in New York over the hush money payments to Stormy Daniels, which goes to trial around the end of March. There's the criminal racketeering case in Georgia over efforts to overturn the 2020 election, which has no trial date set. And then on the civil side, Trump just lost a defamation case a few weeks back, resulting in a penalty of $83.3 million that he has to pay. And the New York civil case against Trump and his companies for inflating the value of his assets in order to dupe banks into loaning him money. So, yeah, that last one, uh, it just came
0: in. The the results are in. It it came to a close on Friday of this week, right at the buzzer. And, uh, yeah, turns out having to pay $83.3 million in that defamation case was chump change. Trump change. It's Trump change compared to what the state of New York just handed down. Here's the AP. A New York judge ordered Donald Trump and his companies on Friday to pay $355 million in penalties finding they engaged in a years-long scheme to dupe banks and others with financial statements that inflated his wealth. Trump won't have to pay out the money immediately, as an appeals process plays out, but the verdict is still a stunning setback for the former president. If he's ultimately forced to pay, the magnitude of the penalty, on top of earlier judgments— could dramatically diminish his financial resources. <laughs> I'd say so. And it undermines the image of a successful businessman that he's carefully tailored to power his unlikely rise from a reality television star to a one-time, and perhaps
1: future, president. And uh, maybe even current president. Uh, we don't Depends know. Depends on who you ask. Exactly. And uh, that's not all. Here's the New York Times with more on the penalties. Justice Engerong barred Mr. Trump for three years from serving in top roles at any New York company including portions of his own Trump organization. He also imposed a two-year ban on the former president's adult sons and ordered that they pay more than $4 million each. One of them, Eric Trump, is the company's de facto chief executive, and the ruling throws into doubt whether any member of the family can run the business in the near term. It's time for Barron. Barron, you're tall enough now. He's good with the computers. Just gotta put in some big doors that can fit my enormous son. He never stops growing, folks. (laughs) The judge also ordered that they pay substantial interest, pushing the penalty for the former president to $450 (laughs) million, according to the uh, Attorney General Letitia James. In his unconventional style, Justice Engeron criticized Mr. Trump and the other defendants for refusing to admit wrongdoing for years. Their complete lack of contrition and remorse borders on pathological, he said. He noted that Mr. Trump had not committed violent crimes and also conceded that Donald Trump is not Bernard Madoff. Still, he wrote, defendants are incapable of admitting the error of their ways. So, yeah, it's unclear
0: who can or will even uh, run Trump's companies for the next
1: few years. Ivanka, what's your husband's name again? I always forget that little dweeb, the one that did all the Saudi oh, deals it's for us. Jared.
0: <laughs> Jared Kushner reporting for duty. Uh, but yeah, on top of that, uh, the judge tacked another three years onto the Trump organization being under constant audit by a court-appointed monitor that Trump's lawyers complain has already cost the company millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. So that person's sticking around and just looking over their shoulders, making sure everything is a- Everything legit. they do is a crime! <laughs> uh, they are also banned from seeking loans from New York banks for three years. I know this is not as harsh as what New York's Attorney General was initially hoping for, but it's pretty damn harsh. And that seems to be mostly thanks to Trump and his associates picking no responsibility, and offering zero remorse, despite the court having Trump and his company absolutely dead to rights with evidence of wrongdoing. Yeah. They, and, he
1: was guilty uh, in, like, October or September of last year. Yeah. And then would keep showing up to, like, bother people. And, like, yeah, the exhibits, uh, I mean, the few that I've seen, seen—they're they're
0: fucking egregious. Like, they were claiming, like, square footage on buildings that was three or four times what
1: the truth was. Like, these weren't yeah. simple mistakes. And this judgment, um, depending on what you believe about Trump's finances, could be uh, a very significant portion well, he of what said, he's actually
0: worth. He said in this trial that he's liquid for $400 million. Oh, well, we'll just take that then. So, uh, yeah, between this case and the defamation one, that's, he's already he's out of money. But
1: He's got to start selling things. Yeah. Uh, he's going yeah, gonna to have to get liquid. That's if you believe him. That's if you take him at his word and then the actual value of whatever isn't liquid for him has maintained
0: that. I'm willing to believe that he has managed to uh, stay in the black thanks to grifting uh, half the country and the world into giving him money for free.
1: Sure, I guess. But uh, yeah.
0: But yeah, with the appeals process, it might take a while before Trump really feels the squeeze financially And his real estate holdings still add up to a lot more than what he owes in penalties, Mm -hmm. though less than what he initially claimed to the government and the banks. But yeah, this is still very bad news for him. And uh, it's just the latest L in what could be a whole lot of big L's coming his way this year. Mm -hmm. Of course, if a specific one of those L's doesn't happen, that kind of puts the rest of those L's in a shitty position where they might just Go away. Go away yeah. So that's exciting. We love living in a country that is constantly on the brink of collapse, folks, don't
1: we? No, we don't actually. No, no, I, no I hate this it. sucks. But speaking of Trump, it's always fun to catch up on the seemingly never-ending prosecutions of individuals who stormed the Capitol on January 6, 2021, because you get to see basically the exact same case play out over and over again, but with different tactics from the lawyers and defendants. And this week, one of those lawyers tried something that we were surprised we hadn't seen more of. Here's Raw Story. The attorney for a pitchfork-wielding January 6th rioter hopes to win his client a lighter sentence with the same argument social media uses to explain former MAGA's infatuation with President Donald Trump. It's a cult. Months after Christopher Brian Rowe, 39, pleaded guilty to felony assault, attorney Stephen Moss filed a sentencing memo Monday asking the court to consider two papers. "...cult members and the insanity plea," and "...seeking evidence of the MAGA cult and Trump derangement syndrome."
0: Quote, "...Trump's supporters consistently shifted their attitudes to more closely match ostensible opinions and the real-life interests of Trump." Moss writes, "...a cult can catalyze the formation of shared psychotic disorder because it involves a dominant, charismatic leader who dictates the beliefs, actions, and behaviors of followers." Moss uses this argument to explain why a Missouri grocery store butcher and father of a special needs toddler would risk his freedom by descending on the U.S. Capitol in 2021 with a pitchfork, zip ties, and duct tape. Roe, who pleaded guilty in November to three felony charges, also admits to pushing two cops, entering the Capitol building multiple times, and using a bike rack as a battering ram,
1: according to the Justice Department. I mean, honestly, the cult defense seems pretty valid. Uh, A lot of seemingly sane Normal members of society completely lost their damn minds in the Trump era. There's no definitive checklist for what constitutes a cult, but most of them are going to have stuff that definitely rings true for MAGA people. The charismatic leader who the rules don't apply to, the discouragement of dissent, the persecution complex, cutting ties with friends and family, and, most relevant to this case, an ends-justifies-the-means attitude, where people are committing crimes after previously being law-abiding citizens. Now, this is also all stuff that you'd find in a fascism checklist, <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, because fascism is a type of political cult. And Trump is a fascist leading a fascist movement. Gotta call it what it is. Also, I finally did receive my Storm the Capitol board game. Yeah, I'm excited to play it. It uh, is a very, the packaging. January everything 6th was a day for friends. Uh, yes. Uh, it's the Insurrection in a Box collection from True and On. Yeah. And, uh, well, I got it and you don't. But we're all going to come together yeah, and play
0: it. You need me yeah, to that's play right. it. <laughs> yes. So. I'm going to
1: play it alone.
0: Yeah. That's <laughs> the thing about board games.
1: Yeah, you got to have friends.
0: Anyway, these are dark times. And it's pretty overwhelming. Sometimes you wish you could just turn back the clock to 2015. Mm. So let's do that. Remember back in 2015 when it came out that the president of the local Spokane, Washington chapter of the NAACP, a prominent local activist for African-American issues, had been pretending to be black for years and was actually a white woman with just some bronzer and a good curl job. Remember that? Yeah. The Rachel Dolezal saga was very bizarre. At face value, doing blackface to this extent seemed psychotically racist. But on the other hand, Rachel Dolezal did seem to genuinely care about black issues and worked hard at it. I mean, it's still racism, but it's the kind of racism that's very hard to wrap your head around because it's not about hatred at all, but it's still just extremely disrespectful. Yeah,
1: she (laughs) she I believe after a long enough time, deeply believed that she had done enough and thought in a way where she was actually to be considered a black woman. I, I guess she look say it was maybe a mental issue or not but i i feel like she believed that she was a black woman or, or that she had earned that right to call herself one cuz otherwise this is just straightforward racism yeah
0: there is a wire crossed somewhere in there and that's why you don't see this
1: happen really no ever. and she she committed to that bit she did yeah she certainly did until it was too late but yeah i mean
0: uh, There's nothing wrong with being a white ally. In fact, you should be a white ally. But assuming a false identity as a fellow African-American, that's simply, that's just not how it's done. That ain't
1: it. Yeah, I can't remember because it has been, God, what, nine years has it been? Yeah. But like, wasn't, I, I could be wrong. The reaction from local members of that chapter were just like, uh
0: yeah, I mean, everyone who'd actually, like, worked with her, they're like, yeah, it's pretty shocking. But, I mean, she was really good at it. Like, yeah. she's, uh, we appreciated the work that she put in. Um, this is going to set us back a little bit. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, listen, on a personal level, can't complain. Yeah. On a, you know, macro level, yeah, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, what it the does fuck? seem insane <laughs> from the outside
1: world looking in now that you mentioned it. Yes, this is uh, this is crazy. Uh, Yeah, but it's also crazy to think that this, again, happened nine years ago. Where does the time go? Ugh, the discourse cycle that it generated was insane. But if it happened today, it might cause the apocalypse. I mean, shit. Uh, Anyways, what's Rachel all been up to all these years? Well, this week we found out, thanks to a tweet from KVOA News for Tucson. Breaking news. Tucson teacher loses job over OnlyFans accounts. Okay, I mean, look, that's an increasingly common story these days. But wait, hold on, that's Rachel Dolezal. Yeah, I know that woman, Adele DeZim, the wickedly talented. Why the he- Again, uh, the this is this should go in the burying the lead Hall of Fame. Yeah,
0: the lead is it's just it's just on the other side of the planet. The
1: only thing I can think is that they specifically crafted it for a open for a surprise type social media sharing uh huh thing because. Anyone who has existed on the internet in those years would go, Rachel (laughs) Rachel Dolezal. So, yeah, I mean, the the story here is that Rachel Dolezal became a teacher and then started doing OnlyFans. And there is a lot to unpack, of course, so let's check out the article itself that they link to. Nakechi Diallo has
0: lost her job with the Catalina Foothills School District. Julie Farberich, the district's director of alumni and community relations, said Wednesday in an email to News4Tucson. Diallo has a public social media page where she has linked an OnlyFans page that appears to be operated by her. Farberich said in the email, Diallo's posts are contrary to our district's use of social media by district employees policy and our staff ethics policy. Farberich said the district learned of these social media posts Tuesday afternoon. News 4 Tucson reported on Diallo's OnlyFans
1: page Tuesday night. Who is Nkechi Diallo? What are you talking about? Well, I mean, this is the perfect cover because by claiming that you think this person looks like Rachel Dolezal, you are saying that all black people look the same, Elliot. <laughs> yeah, they got you me. You fucking racist. Fuck. You piece of shit. Wow. So who is Nkechi Diallo? Does seriously no one at News 4 Tucson recognize this woman? Are we the weird ones for having this woman's face forever etched into our minds? Maybe. Yeah, that's probably true, too. Well, once it went viral, they quickly updated the story to include this extremely relevant and newsworthy (laughs) aspect to the story. Rachel Dolezal, who now goes by Nkechi Diallo, lost her job with the Catalina Foothills School District. Dolezal was teaching kids as an after-school instructor. Dolezal was under fire in 2014, accused of misidentifying herself as black while serving as the head of the NWACP in Spokane, Washington, before resigning amid the backlash. It wasn't 2014, was it? No, it was 2015. I, no, I looked it, this up. They got it wrong. Okay, well, maybe, well, she was doing it in 2014 and maybe got exposed in 2015. Uh, she
0: was, yeah, she was doing it for a long time. Yes. A very long time. Mm-hmm. Long enough to really f- slip into the role. She climbed the ranks. She went method with it. Yeah, she did. So, yeah, there you go. But we still have so many questions here. So, okay, Rachel Dolezal changed her name to Nakechi Diallo. Mm-hmm. Okay, so did she do that as part of some effort to, you know, change her identity, to, you know, hide from and escape that, that stigma and controversy of being outed as a race faker? Mm. Uh, no, apparently not. She goes by both of those names on her official Instagram. She's, she's not hiding shit. And she, yeah, she's very active on that Instagram and also very much uh, still rocking that fake tan in the hair and kind of just living her life exactly as she was before. Well, living in uh,
1: Arizona, filled with a bunch of retirees who uh, go out and just sit in the sun all day long.
0: Yeah, same skin color.
1: Yeah, fits in. But yeah, I mean,
0: say what you will about this woman, but she is still advocating for black people even after all that controversy. Mm -hmm. So you, you can't say it.
1: Wait, what, wasn't sincere. Was she teaching African-American studies in the after-school program or something? No,
0: I don't know what she was teaching specifically. but uh,
1: How to run a successful solo business? <laughs> Maybe.
0: But yeah, whether her advocacy helps or hurts the cause, that's a matter of personal opinion. And uh, yeah, I would assume hurts more than helps.
1: At this point, yeah. When it was like, just a local secret. Thank you, Rachel.
0: But also, no thanks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, the OnlyFans thing, that's another thing where it doesn't seem there was any effort to hide the information. It was all there. She gave them all the clues. Anyone who Googled Nakechi Diallo would immediately see that she's also Rachel Dolezal, and anyone who looked into Rachel Dolezal would see that she's been running an OnlyFans account. Here's Business Insider from back in August of 2021. Rachel Dolezal, the white woman who famously (laughs) identified herself as black in her professional life for years, is now on OnlyFans. For $5 a month, Dolezal's fans will gain access to her art, hair, and fitness journey. Dolezal said in an Instagram post that her OnlyFans content would be tasteful, a description that implies she won't be posing fully nude or performing sex work. Her posts will include foot pics, hair tutorials, and Monday motivation squats, she said. A year later,
0: though, uh, it turned out Rachel Dolezal's initial description of what she would be offering on OnlyFans was maybe a bit of an understatement. And uh, the content was actually a bit racier. Mm. And this was discovered thanks to nude and semi-nude photos from her OnlyFans leaking onto social media and reminding people that she's still out there and now she's naked on the internet. Mm. So yeah, it's fascinating that it took the school that she was working at more than half
1: a year to realize that Nakechi Diallo was Rachel Dolezal. And Rachel Dolezal, has an OnlyFans. Hey, this feeds into the fact that not everyone in the whole fucking world is habitually online. Yeah, good for them. There's a whole normal world happening out there. They could have kept that going, but they had to go and ruin it. Fucking assholes leaking these things. She was probably a great teacher for all I we mean, know. I mean, like... <sighs> she was apparently good at her job yeah. as NAACP president, despite the very clear, uh, you know, not being black part, but yeah, it doesn't mean she can't advocate
0: yeah, I mean, I'm, I have a lot of very mixed feelings about this yeah. at this point, this, this new development. Anyway, to be clear, I mean, she was doing part-time after-school programs for K-5 through students who would literally have no frame of reference for any of this. They were either not born or were literal babies when all this went down. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get why schools would have a problem with that kind of thing. I yeah. get it. But you have traumatized these kids way more by firing her and making it into a big fucking national news story than if you had just left
1: it alone. Yeah, though, I mean, her name popping up in the news in any kind of situation is just going to. Right. Yeah. But it's in the news because she got fired. Yeah. But she got fired because she was doing after school programs for little children and running an OnlyFans. Yeah. She wasn't, wasn't doing both of them at the same time. Well, yeah but it's not like she's alone in this this, with is, this it's whether like, you want to agree with it or not this is happening constantly sure. across the country too. the thing
0: with like OnlyFans
1: it's is, not just because she's black it, it, all the teachers are getting in trouble for it the thing with OnlyFans is it's all behind
0: a fucking paywall Yeah. even people who have like a free OnlyFans you need to like log in and create a fucking account mm-hmm. and I think that's a little different I think that that does change things a bit because you're not going to see any of this shit Unless you really go looking for it and pull out that fucking credit card. True. But I but I, I also see I, I see the other side of it. I'm just saying, like, you no one would see this shit if you didn't go looking for it. So who's who snitched? Who was jacking off at home, getting freaky with it, saying, you know what, I'm gonna give Rachel Dolez all ten dollars. So I can see them cheeks. George Santos did it. Why is that person why is that it person? It's George Santos who did it. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I wonder what he's up to. I still he's still posting from behind a paywall on Twitter, and I'm like, he lost well, his are you doing?
1: his seat in New York went to a Democrat. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. The that that is the end of the George Santos saga because it's over. no one gives a shit what he's saying now. They really don't. His viral moment is over. Yeah, he'll it, pop back up in a couple of years because he gets in trouble for teaching a, a classroom full of K through five no, students while he'll also be in prison. A, An OnlyFan account, and then he'll be back in the news again. He'll be in prison. Yeah, but probably not for that long. We'll see. Yeah. Anyways, that's your Rachel Dolezal update, and hopefully the last one for a long time. And since this video is already definitely demonetized, and it also has no sponsor, we've got another follow-up story for you that is also extremely not advertiser-friendly but uh, we should at least take a second to try and shake you down for some money when, to make it worth your while. If you like the show, buddy, do we have a deal for you. For just $5 a month, you can get a little badge by your name, and you can also have uh, potentially have your comment highlighted down below. Uh, I'm always replying to people as yep. well. It's uh, You get to show people that you support the show. Uh, there's also a thanks button. You can uh, You can leave a little tip. We spin the iPad around. What do you give? Someone gives you your coffee, you give a dollar, you give us a dollar. What's he do? Okay. Anyways, uh, with that out of the way, remember last June when that Penn State professor got caught on a wilderness cam engaging in sex acts with his dog? Which, by the way, he explained was just his way of blowing off steam while also begging the cops to just go ahead and kill him. Oh, yeah, that. Well, uh, (laughs) we have an update on that, too. Here's the New York Post. Okay.
0: An award-winning Penn State professor arrested in a sickening bestiality case faces more charges after videos emerged of him allegedly engaged in lewd acts in a park. Allegedly. Including inserting a tree branch and lollipop in his butt. Themis Matsukas, 64, was already facing charges of open lewdness, indecent exposure, sexual intercourse with an animal, and animal cruelty after police said he'd been seen on video involved in sexual acts with a pet collie. The chemical engineering professor begged troopers to kill him while saying the sex acts helped him blow off steam, according to an initial criminal complaint in June. Matsukas has now been hit with an additional batch of similar charges for other alleged acts from 55 videos found on
1: his electronic devices seized on a search warrant, Fox 43 reported. They include videos of the professor naked apart from a ski mask, according to an affidavit obtained by Onward State. He was captured on video masturbating on a picnic table in a lake at the park and on Pennsylvania Department of Conservation and Natural Resources vehicles, according to the affidavit. Matsukis was also seen climbing a tree while naked and inserting a tree branch, a Tootsie Pop, and the control handle of a DCNR John Deere crawler in his anus, officials said. How many ins and outs is it going to take to get to the center of this Tootsie Pop? Well, we'll never know, because I refuse to watch this footage. The accused perv also allegedly defecated in public areas of Rothrock State Forest and in a maintenance area next to DCNR equipment, as well as smeared bodily fluids on a glass table at a lease camp, Onward State said. Um, this guy has mental problems, I feel like. You think? Uh, this is, uh everything from the beginning to the I end of the story I could have told you
0: that the first time you know, back in June when he fucked the no, dog no I agree I agree I'm just saying
1: like uh, <laughs> this backs up all of those theories
0: yeah I mean I guess it, it, it would make sense that you, you catch a guy fucking his dog in the state park that's probably there's probably more there yeah you, you don't you don't just start doing that you you ease your way up to that And along the way, too many you do,
1: chemicals when, while doing his chemical I mean that would be a
0: great defense Someone get this guy's lawyer on the phone because, yeah, when you are teaching chemistry, you are breathing in a lot of weird shit, and you know that, that can affect the brain, can make you do weird stuff. People, uh, have, people have depraved, su- <laughs> illegal things. People have successfully gotten off charges when they prove that they have like a fucking brain tumor and shit. So, uh-huh. just saying, buddy, chemicals. We need to, but like, you should probably
1: be in jail. Was this guy ever married? Maybe he's Mister Hands. No, Mister Hands died. Oh remember what a convenient excuse to death by that horse no that's oh sorry i'm thinking of the goatsy guy oh goatsy yeah hmm
0: anything's possible Mm -hmm. but yeah wow that's a whole lot turns out that the dog fucker was that 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 was just the tip of the iceberg Uh,
1: pretty big tip though like uh that's maybe the worst of all of it for sure yeah yeah definitely the worst definitely the worst of all of it yeah because the rest he's just doing to himself Aside from
0: like doing to himself and to official state park uh, equipment, how many people operated that John Deere thing after he stuck it up his ass? Probably one guy, but still, oh, they, it is, he's like, oh, that's just that's just Gomez back at the back of the clubhouse. they, they sometimes, and chocolate bars on yeah, make
1: fun of me. Yeah, they got me. yeah.
0: But uh, yeah, again, there is zero chance that this video earns us any money. This is just for you. <laughs> so uh if you appreciate the content, every little bit helps.
1: Toss a coin to your maker. The makers Let me see. Did you leave a tip? All right. You broke ass. You stole money out of the tip jar.
0: But let's move on now to the headlines half of the show, uh-huh. which will hopefully be a bit more uh, lighthearted. Mm-hmm. These are, well, are you uh, sure about that? We'll, we'll see. But, yeah, funniest headlines from uh, the news this past These week. These
1: headlines, they're weird. They're crazy. They're wild. And they're probably uh, probably offensive because at this point, who cares? Yeah, Who cares? Dad devastated to learn his son is actually his uncle. I'm my own uncle. No, I'm he, my own grandpa. He's
0: okay, so his grandpa, uh-huh. his his girlfriend or wife cheated on him with his grandpa. Mm-hmm. And he thought the kid was his, but it was actually his grandpa's kid. So your grandpa has a kid, that's your uncle.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But that would make him his own nephew? Uh, I don't know. I can't do that. I can't do
1: that. I can't picture the family tree in my mind. His his aunt.
0: I can't rotate a family tree in my mind. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh,
1: yeah, some of those branches are stuck up people's asses.
0: Yeah, it gets real complicated. This is, um. yeah.
1: If anyone from Alabama is watching, let us know how this works. Yeah, I think I, my understanding is you can do it like once. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Oh, I was thinking of incest. Uh, okay. Is that the rule?
0: Yeah, you can have like an incest as long as as long as the incests aren't consecutive, that's when it becomes a problem.
1: Well, you'll have to talk to the royal family because <laughs> I think they I don't I, know what this is. This is something else. Yeah. If you live in one of the southern states, please let us know how this works.
0: Looking yeah. at you, Mississippi. And don't fuck your boyfriend's grandpa. Come on.
1: Yeah. There's a lot going on with this family.
0: Hmm. Inside Johnny Depp's epic bromance with Saudi Crown Prince MBS. What? Okay. Yeah, I guess they're bros now. Um, They've really bonded over uh, each of them being canceled in their own way. Uh, Johnny Depp for being a uh, a drunk, uh, abusive uh, spouse. And uh, Mohammed bin Salman for for having a man murdered and chopped into little pieces and thrown into a well. Mm -hmm. They got that you know they're bonding over both of them they were both on top of the world up until everything came crashing down because society is uh just doesn't doesn't want to see each of them for you know the the goodness in them just wants to see the bad
1: yeah so uh and Johnny Depp kind of like it's like he's living that role of Captain Jack Sparrow so maybe he just like Fully embraces it now. It
0: is interesting that he spent so much time in Saudi Arabia, being that it's a dry country. Although mm-hmm. I imagine if you're hanging out with the royal family, yeah, that's they not can, a problem.
1: Uh, press some buttons. But yeah,
0: he's spending like They said he spent seven weeks in Saudi Arabia last year. Mm-hmm. That's a long time to spend over there. And part of it is like the Saudis are are like funding his movie projects now. Very, that's like it's, why it's a lot hard. That's how it started. Like he he didn't get cast in anything for like years, and then he was in some like European movie, and even that they're just like I don't know we're taking a bit of a risk, and the, <laughs> the Saudis just threw a bunch of money on. They're like oh okay all right I guess it's getting made yeah, and the Saudis they're like uh, Mr. Depp uh, Mr. Mohammed bin Salman wants to hang out, and he's like wait what? And he's like I don't know I mean he is spending a lot of money on this, and then he's like fine I'll hang out with him, and he's like you know what we actually have a lot in common me and MBS. Well there you go I'm folks. a little bit rock and roll he's a little bit. Yeah. Ch- Saudi. Chop- Chopping. I'm a little bit Saudi. Yeah.
1: I'm a little bit rock and roll. I wonder if uh, Mohammed bin Salman is a big fan of the Hollywood Vampires, uh, Johnny Depp's rock and roll band. Probably. Yeah. Seems like. Kind We're going to make a answer. Viper Room right here in
0: Saudi Arabia just for you. That would be cool. You can play every that, night. That, and that's like one thing that seems like something the Saudis would do. They They always got these like really big ideas like.
1: Recreating the the Sunset Strip in Saudi uh, Arabia? Yeah, like that seems like something they would absolutely But only during the 80s. It has to be the Sunset Strip from the
0: 80s. Yeah. That's actually, that's pretty, that's pretty easy compared to their other plans for like building a uh, giant futuristic city in the middle of the desert. Yeah. Or my favorite one of theirs is uh, they want to build a city called The Line. That's like...
1: Oh, it's just one straight line? Yeah, it's a straight
0: line across the desert, like one kilometer wide and like, hundreds of kilometers long, all connected by one set of train tracks. Perfect. Uh, and with, like, 20-foot-high glass walls. Mm-hmm. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. It's never going to fucking happen. Wow. But every time they post it on him, people are like, oh, my God. Now that know, Johnny the know, I, Depp's in I charge don't like the all project. the murder, but MBS, he's, you know, he's,
1: he's yeah. thinking. Mm-hmm. This man has been swatted 47 times for making a joke about Norm Macdonald. Jeez. And not even that much of a... He literally just said, like,
0: I... I think I feel like people who say they like Norm McDonald are lying. I don't think he's funny. Sorry, man. that put him on a that put he's been swatted 47 times. And like the because they they caught some like prolific swatter recently. He was like a some teenager. fucking teenager yeah. who was responsible for like hundreds of swattings. Yeah. And uh yeah, this guy was like one of the main victims. The the real like aside from the person calling in the swattings, like the local police department and I think Minneapolis. Swatted so this man 47 times. After like, you know, after We're the first couple of times. He's calling them up and being like, hey, just just so you know. It sounds like something a guilty man would do. not maybe don't swap me. Like there's someone's doing this, and like literally, they just keep coming back. And he's like, Are you fucking serious? Yeah. Again? I've had I've got so many doors. I'm going through doors like they're nothing. Alright, he's funny. I'm drowning in my door debts. I admit it. He's funny. He's
1: very funny. He told some good jokes. And the part where he said all the stars were here, that was great. Yeah. And what was that movie? Dirty Work? Whoa, what a beautiful film. Five stars. Yeah. Yep. Delta flight forced to turn back after maggots fall on passengers from overhead compartment. Ew. Was there something dying up there?
0: No, something was already dead. This was a flight from Amsterdam to Detroit. Pretty long flight. Mm. Two hours into the flight, uh, the maggots start dropping from the overhead compartment.
1: Someone stored a wheel
0: of cheese up there and never got it back. Not even that. A fucking dead fish wrapped in newspaper. Which, how do you even get a dead fish wrapped in newspaper onto an international flight? I don't understand. But they did it. Definitely a British person. And uh, it was, you know, it takes time for the maggots. Yeah. Like, that fish had to have been sitting out long enough for flies to lay eggs in it. And then a couple days pass after that before the maggots are spilling out of it. They must have really wanted that fish. Well, now they don't even get to enjoy it. But yeah, hey, this, is, this is a nightmare. Yeah. Ha, ha, international flights, transatlantic flights, already just so long. And then you got maggots. And then you. Uh, you got maggots and you got to fly back. And uh, start the clock all over again.
1: They had to turn around. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. So the flight was full of maggots. Boo! I would rather sit sit with all the little squirmies all over me. Don't turn around. I'll deal with it for another five hours. No, no, not maggots.
0: Yeah, you're right. No. Mm -mm. Florida school asks parents for permission to have book by an African American author read to students. And I, th- I thought, oh, is this is this title being provocative? No, the permission slip literally says, like, "Please sign if you if you will permit your child to let an African American author read a book to them."
1: Wow, I'm sure that there was at least a few parents who, oh hell no, did no, not. No, that's woke. Them. I thought Ron Desantis put a stop to this. I'm calling him right now.
0: Yeah, it's uh. God, being a teacher in Florida these days would be just so not fucking worth the effort. I've
1: heard there's an exodus.
0: Yeah, like, why? You're not getting paid enough to deal with this shit. You're walking on eggshells. Like, anything you do yeah. can be misinterpreted as, like, you're indoctrinating your kids to be, uh, be gay and do crimes. Yeah,
1: even, like, the simplest thing. Like, I'm sure that there's already been, like, retribution for teachers that, like, fail a student. And it's like, oh, they failed him because he tried to express his freedom of speech. Yeah. Yeah. And that teacher actually was uh, trying to indoctrinate them with uh, the gay genes and stuff. Not fucking worth it. Yeah, it sounds like a fucking nightmare.
0: Like, oh, it'd be nice to have uh, the author come and read this book to the students. Oh, wait. They're black.
1: Gonna have to send out a permission Hmm. slip. Shit. Yeah. Fuck. Disneyland's Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Goofy want to join a union. (laughs) Ha ha! Workers of the world unite!
0: Yeah. I can't do it.
1: We're gonna join a union. I can't
0: do goofy either.
1: Fuck. Uh yeah, no, it's uh um, yeah, they're
0: this is cool. Uh Disneyland or Disney just has company, obviously uh they've been they've been stopping unionization for about a hundred years their now. Thing. It's uh, yeah, they they sort of innovated in that field. So yeah, it's cool. Uh, I guess uh the characters in Orlando have been unionized for a couple of years, but this is the Anaheim ones. Who get paid like the same as the Orlando ones, but the cost of living in Anaheim is like significantly higher. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, you know, summer's coming along. I uh I don't, you know, it's it's gonna be absolute hell in that fucking suit. I think I deserve some more money. Yeah. And uh yeah, I hope they win. Mm -hmm. I hope it works out for them. They're they're uh it's that. It's that newish union, the, the one that like the, the strip club in the Valley yes. uh, joined. It, and, like, it, per, I think... it
1: aims to protect other entertainment fields that don't fall yeah, under the purview sorta, of actors. Yeah,
0: yeah it's uh, pretty cool. They've yeah. been pretty successful. So, mm-hmm. Good luck to Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Goofy. That's right. Stay, uh, stay Goofy. Daily dose of gold may reverse Parkinson's and multiple sclerosis symptoms.
1: Oh, I got that gold on my wrist that keeps
0: me from uh, falling over, too. Literally, like, injecting, like, nanoparticles of gold. Yeah. I love this. It's basically, what's that That old South Park episode where uh, Magic Johnson, the reason he has... He blends up li- a bunch of money. Yeah, he sticks a bunch of cash in a blender and injects the money into him.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, this is basically that. Mm-hmm. Um... Injecting gold in the people. I mean, if this if this is true, that's pretty cool. But you know, they're gonna in, in our healthcare system. Oh, baby, they're gonna make you
1: pay for that. Yeah, uh, sir. You know, you do real realize ones, it's gold. Real ones, though. They know where they know where to go. Go down to the liquor store, get yourself some goldschläger.
0: Yeah, chug, chug, chug. 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 <laughs> yep. No more Parkinson's. Mm-mm. You'll be shaking in different ways.
1: Yes, you'll have the delirium tremens. Ah. <laughs> uh. For the first time, two students receive college athletic scholarships for cornhole. I we did. all knew this was coming. I did not know that cornhole is actually a division one college sport. Yeah, baby. They got sponsors and everything. I think they had like, uh, last time I watched it on ESPN, it had like Hillshire Farms was <laughs> one of the sponsors. Or I don't know how I feel about this. This is like, because cornhole- It's like darts. Darts is a sport, you know? I guess. I guess. Yeah. Bowling.
0: But like, the cool thing about those is it's all dudes- in their, like, 40s in uh, polo shirts. Yeah. And they are clearly not athletic at all. No,
1: they had that uh, 17-year-old or whatever won the DART championship recently. That child
0: child looked like a fucking fully grown man. Well, there you go. The people posted that kid's picture, and they're like, just guess. Without without looking at the link, just guess how old this kid is. I don't know, 46? (laughs) 17. Yeah. Uh...
1: But no, like courthole's
0: not a game you're supposed to be really,
1: really well, good and at. And it's competitive too, because you like knock the other people's stuff around. Cornhole's for parties. Like, I don't want this kid at my
0: party. Yeah. Because he's gonna be like just fucking nothing but Ned. Hey, on my save hole. some ladies for the rest of us. Yeah. That where's the fun in that? Uh-huh. These are games that you're not supposed to be good at. Yeah. Well You're not even supposed to be sober for this shit.
1: They do freaking college uh, scholarships for uh video games now anyway, so. Yeah, but you know, you know who's losing his goddamn mind is Colin Cowherd.
0: Yeah, he's gonna retire a second time. <laughs> I'm gonna quit my own show. These damn booger eaters. Yep, booger eaters, and now uh, beer corn, beer corn tossers, <laughs> corn tossers. Yeah. Democrats unveil new hip hop task force to tackle racial inequality. Boom, boom boom, boom. boom. Uh,
1: leading the charge, Rachel Dolezal.
0: <laughs> now, this is uh, the way I picture this in my head is not. Well, I don't know. What I picture in my head is Nancy Pelosi and a bunch of other Democrats with like berets and camouflage pants, mm-hmm. carrying boom boxes out, setting it down, break yeah. dancing and being like, stop being racist. Yeah. Being racist ain't cool. But you know what is? Being nice to people. Yeah. Because that's the shiz.
1: hmm.
0: Wicked wicked. Yeah. But no, it's not that. I don't know what it they're not clear on what it is, though. This is Jamal Bowman, mm-hmm. who's black. He unveiled this and he's like, yeah, you know, like. Uh, Hip-hop, over the years, of the, the 50 years it's been around, a lot of great lyrics about, you know, social issues, inequality, uh, racism, and whatnot. So we're setting up a hip-hop task force. And then no further explanation on what the fuck that means. None, none Like, how, okay, what is the task force? You, you are correct that hip-hop does have uh, socially conscious lyrics sometimes, but, like, what does the task force do? No. What is it? You'll see. Big thing's coming. You want to see Nancy Pelosi come out, throw
1: the cardboard on the ground. Do some break dancing. Break it. Break hip dancing. That's right. Yeah. Anyways, that's it for this week's episode of Weekly Weird News. In case you somehow missed it, it's up there. It's called the like button. I'm kidding. Click the like button, though. Uh, Make sure you're subscribed. Leave a comment. Reply to a comment. Okay, they did it. Someone left a nice little $5 bill in there. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Mm. Why don't you join? Make it a recurring thing. Uh, anyways, uh, we have two episodes you really should watch. They're they're great. They're all timers. There's one where it's just an epic tale of a woman getting completely scammed out of $50,000. Easy peasy. It could have happened to any of us. Yeah. And then there's also the Cybertruck turning into a rust bucket. Oh, and in, in News Dump, it's uh, the Ian Miles Chong death rumors. Uh, oh, yeah. Tons of fun. Beautiful. Check both of those out, and we'll see you next week for some more videos. Bye-bye. Bye.